The New York Islanders are now dealing with illness in addition to injury. We have the latest, plus another player placed on IR, and we preview tonight's game against the Devils. All that and more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Broussard tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Tuesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank everyone who makes Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Don't forget forget to subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you can get new episodes as soon as they drop. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. We have got a lot to discuss. Islanders dealing with illnesses and injuries and a whole lot more. Plus, uh, Mike Riley making his debut at Islanders practice on Monday. We've got all that, but first, if there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss on a future episode, feel free to email us at LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever's on your mind, you can also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all things Islanders all season long, and I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game, so join me for some instant insight and analysis, and it's great to talk Isles hockey with fellow Islanders fans, game time or any time. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any crazier, uh, more news on the injury and illness front for the New York Islanders. The injury news first, uh, the Islanders officially placing defenseman Sebastian Ajo on the injured reserve. Now, this move in and of itself, not that big uh, of an issue. He is able to return Uh, as of December 4th, when the Islanders face San Jose. So they're going to be without Ajo for at least a week or so. That's one issue. And obviously, you know, not having Ajo does affect the team's depth. But they are also dealing with some illnesses. 
And, you know, at practice on Monday, lots going on. First of all, Matt Martin back on the ice at practice. He has missed the last five games. Still on the IR, but he is eligible to come back whenever he is ready. And as of right now, Lane Lambert not committing about Martin's status for tonight's game against the Devils. He basically said he practiced today and we'll see how he feels from there. But regardless, having Matt Martin back on the ice and at practice does indicate that he is indeed getting close to returning. And that certainly is encouraging news for the New York Islanders. But then you get this little nugget as well uh, at Monday's practice. Two players did not skate with the team, Cal Clutterbuck and Simon Holmstrom. They were both sick, according to Lambert and the team's official website, and are considered day-to-day. So, obviously, you know, losing Clutterbuck takes a player off the identity line. Matt Martin could step in right there if he's ready to go. Uh, We still don't know, you know, how that's going to work. And then Simon Holmstrom, I mean, let's face it. He has been on your top line. And having Holmstrom there has been a a good thing overall for the New York Islanders. Uh, Not that I think he is a first-line player, but he's done a good job of filling in. And again, you know, the thing about Holmstrom is he's not going to hurt you defensively. His confidence is clearly growing offensively. So that's good. But now again, and it seems like this has been an issue for the New York Islanders all season long. Who do you put on the top line with Bo Horvat and Matthew Barzal? And at practice on Monday, the team was alternating, and, you know, that is to be expected. But who do you plug in? Uh, Hudson Fashing was getting time on the top line at practice. So maybe he fills in at that position. That is uh, one distinct possibility Uh and then again, you you whether Matt Martin comes back, you still have Julian Gauthier, who I think showed some good things uh, in his game Saturday against the New Jer- uh, against the Philadelphia Flyers. So there are a few options available. Obviously, the options are more plentiful if Matt Martin is ready to go, but if he's not, and Clutterbuck. Uh, and Holmstrom can't go, uh, you you know, you may have to call somebody up from Bridgeport in order to take that spot. So, illness, injury, all starting to add up. We know we're not going to have Sebastian Ajo for at least another week. We know that we're not going to have Adam Pellick for significantly longer than that. He you know, won't be back until 
around Christmas time at the earliest. And as of right now, we know that we have illnesses that are affecting Cal Clutterbuck and Simon Holmstrom. So this team is thin. And look, Islanders, no surprise, not disclosing the nature of the illness. Gotta hope it's not COVID-related. Don't have any information that it is. But l let's be honest, uh, even if it's the flu or a stomach bug or whatever, if it goes through the locker room, that could be an issue for the Islanders. So hopefully the remaining players stay healthy. And I don't just mean from injuries, but I do mean from illnesses or whatever is going around the Islanders' locker room. The last thing this team needs is more players being unavailable. And unfortunately, because of the salary cap situation that this team is in, and there is a little more cap flexibility now with Adam Pellick on LTIR, but... Because of the cap situation, there is not a lot of depth available on uh, in Bridgeport. You know, if you need to call up a forward, uh, are you calling up Tice Thompson? Is he going to make his Islanders debut? Maybe. He's, he's certainly available. You, you still have, you know, the the Matthew Maggio option and, and the William Dufour option, but neither of them have been playing uh, particularly well in Bridgeport so far this season. Ruslan Ishkakov still available, but we'll see whether or not he gets uh, called up if need be, or do you stick with, if Matt Martin comes back, do you stick with Fashing, Gautier, Martin, and continue to play that way, or... You know, you still have the possibility that either Clutterbuck and or Holmstrom will be well enough to play tonight by the time the game turns around. But obviously, a lot of options, a lot of questions, but uh, not a lot of answers. And as soon as we have an idea who's in the morning skate tomorrow or today, uh, we'll, we'll tweet that out to you and hopefully we'll have a better idea then of who will be in the lineup when the Islanders face the Devils. Now, don't forget, uh, that game, Islanders-Devils, 7 o'clock Eastern time tonight. And you can listen to every minute of that game on the Islanders' hometown broadcast on SiriusXM, on the SXM app. Just do a search for Islanders. We have got a lot more to get to on today's show. Uh, we will talk about Mike Riley and his practice debut with the Islanders and sort of where he's going to fit in, how the Islanders are going to handle uh, the loss of Adam Pellick. We will also preview tonight's game against the uh, New Jersey Devils and our Islanders' birthday of the day, a defenseman who only played a handful of games with the Islanders in the early to mid-80s, but is better known as an executive in and around uh the NHL, including a stint as an assistant coach with the Islanders. Let's see if you can guess who that is. But we've got all that and a lot more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. A new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. Bo Horvat could score 50 goals. The Islanders could hoist the Stanley Cup. 
and you can win big playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleepers are number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. All you have to do is pick whether studs like Sorokin, McDavid, Ovechkin, or McKinnon will record more or less than their Sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in any given game. To win a 100 times bet on Sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Islander fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league, including the NHL. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel right now. So Mike Riley makes his debut at practice. And a little interesting tidbit here with Riley. Uh, First of all, he was given the number two and uh, a little irony to a certain extent there, uh, mainly because uh, one of his better friends in the hockey world, Nick Letty, War number two for the Islanders just recently. So clearly, uh, you know, he called Lenny, actually, uh, who's now with the Blues. And, you know, he didn't ask for two. This is the quote Riley had at practice. Yesterday I dropped my bag off and I already had number two. That's about all I know. But I know it was my best buddy's old number in Letty. So it's just funny. I gave him a text yesterday after I found out. And... Riley indicated he knows some of the Islanders from either juniors or minor leagues or college, you know, he basically, or from some of his previous stops along the way. Uh, he played with Hudson Fashing when at the University of Minnesota, was a teammate of J.G. Pajot's in Ottawa, and uh, in a summer league called the Beauty League, uh, he got to know Brock Nelson and Anders Lee. So at least he is familiar with some of the players. And, and Riley said, hey, that's huge. Even if you have a couple of guys, it's awesome. Just because I kind of feel more comfortable coming in right away. Obviously, I'm a little bit nervous coming out uh, a little bit. But it feels like you don't have to walk on eggshells just based on knowing a couple of guys and being familiar with them. Uh, Hudson Fashing, basically uh, remembering his time in school with Riley. We had a lot of fun there, had a good time. We were a good team, and he's a good player. Smooth skating defenseman. He's skilled offensively and sees the ice well. One thing that we do note from the uh, practice on Monday is that Riley was out there quarterbacking the second power play unit. Now, that job was Sebastian Ajo's. He's obviously on IR. So there were three defensemen 
on that third unit alternating in. It was Riley, Grant Hutton, and Samuel Bolduc. Two of those three are going to play tonight against the Devils. It's a question of who. I have a strange feeling it's going to be Riley and Hutton. I think the coaching staff is a little disappointed in the lack of consistency that Bolduc has given them so far this season. And I think that it is important, especially right now, with uh, Adam Pellick out of the lineup, that they get consistency from the third pair. So it'll either likely be Riley and Hutton or Riley and Bolduc. Uh, We'll see how the Islanders end up playing it and what Lane Lambert decides to do Again, long-term, the longer that Adam Pellick stays on IR, the more flexibility the Islanders would have as far as trying to trade for or sign a player to fill in. But again, based on the contract situation that the Islanders have on defense, it is unlikely that the Islanders will be looking for a long-term addition on the blue line unless they trade another defenseman away. Why? Ryan Polak signed long-term. Adam Pellick signed long-term. You have this year and next year for Noah Dobson, and then he's a restricted free agent, but, you know, Dobber is a guy you want to hold on to. Scott Mayfield signed Long-term, six more years after this year for Mayfield. Alexander Romanov, this year and next year with the Islanders, then a restricted free agent. But again, Romanov is the kind of player you want to keep around. Uh, Sebastian Ajo is an unrestricted free agent after this year, but again doesn't leave you a lot of cap space as far as trying to fill that gap long-term when you have Pelik, Polak, Dobson, Romanov, Mayfield all locked up for the long haul. Uh, Again, unless you trade one of those players as part of the deal, it is difficult to add a guy for the long haul. Lane Lambert had this to say, by the way, about Mike Riley. I think he's got great mobility, great skater, passes the puck hard. You know, that's his M.O. Good first pass guy, so I like the mobility a lot. And he's got enough experience, a veteran guy, and has played enough games that certainly he has an idea of how to play in this league for sure. So uh, I I get the feeling Riley is going to be in the lineup tonight for the Islanders. And then it's a question of whether either... Hutton or Bolduc joins him on that third pair, and it makes a lot of sense to have uh, Riley be that quarterback on the second power play unit. And yeah, it'll take him a little time to adjust, but we'll see uh, how he does. And uh, maybe, just maybe, he is able to help this unit be a little more consistent. Uh, on the second power play unit. All right, we have got more to get to on today's show. We will have our Islanders' birthday of the day, and of course, we will preview tonight's game against the Devils 
All that and more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Collective. If you're running a business of one, you're wearing many hats in your day-to-day. With Collective, bookkeeping and accounting don't need to be one of them. You could start saving thousands of dollars and hours of your time by letting Collective handle your business paperwork. Collective is the number one financial solution for freelancers, contractors, and the self-employed entrepreneurs. And it lets you focus on your passion, not your paperwork. Let Collective handle all the paperwork you dread, like corporate formation and compliance, taxes, bookkeeping, accounting, and even payroll. The best part, it's at a fraction of the cost of a CPA. Collective knows that if your business makes over $80,000 a year, you will find the most value from their services. So join the thousands of solopreneurs who have saved an average of $10,000 per year on their taxes with their structure. Right now, Collective is offering one month free and no onboarding fee when you go to collective.com slash LockedOnNHL and tell them that LockedOnNHL sent you. That's a $550 value for free when you go to collective.com slash LockedOnNHL and tell them Locked On NHL sent you. That's collective.com slash Locked On NHL, and tell them Locked On NHL sent you. Islanders, Devils, tonight, 7 o'clock Eastern time at The Rock in Newark. And again, you can hear every minute of this game, the Islanders' hometown radio broadcast on Sirius XM on the SXM app. Just do a search for Islanders. Uh, big game. Division game, Islanders right now three points ahead of the Devils, who are 9-9-1 on the season, Uh, 19 points in 19 games. Islanders three points ahead, but the Islanders have played one more game. You win this game, you put a little distance between you and the Devils, you lose it, and obviously the Devils are right in a position to pass the Islanders in the standings when they play that game in hand. Devils have been dealing with a lot of injuries, and they're starting to get healthy again, which is certainly not great news for the Islanders. Jack Hughes back in the lineup. That is certainly a help. Uh, and you know, so, and that is something they the Devils desperately needed. They still have Timo Meyer out and Eric Walla out Walla day to day. But certainly getting back Jack Hughes uh, is a big deal for the New Jersey Devils and definitely going to help them uh, with their goal scoring. Now, they are 8th in the league in goals scored, but 21st in goals against uh, goaltending has been an issue all season long. Vitek Vanacek, the starter. Akira Schmid is the backup Now, the Devils did win their last game over the Buffalo Sabres by a score of 7-2. Vanacek was the goalie. He only faced 12 shots on goal in that game. Made life easy for him. Unsure if we see Vanacek or Schmid. Before that win over Buffalo, though, the Devils had lost three straight. Tyler Toffoli leads the team with 11 goals. Jesper Bratt has 17 assists, that ties him with Jack Hughes for the assists lead, and he leads the team with 25 points. Jack Hughes right behind him with 23. Tyler Toffoli, 18 points. Dougie Hamilton, 
16 points. Special teams are important in this game. The Islanders are facing the number one power play in the league in the New Jersey Devils. Cannot let them convert. They're now at a 37.5% success rate. So the PK has got to be sharp. And then the penalty kill for the Devils only ranked 24th. So whichever team has the man advantage, according to the numbers, will have a big advantage in this game. And the Islanders need to make sure that they don't allow themselves to lose that special teams battle. The line combinations for the Devils, Jack Hughes, Tyler Toffoli, and Dawson Mercer are the top line. Nico Hishire and Andre Palat, Jesper Bratt, that's the second line. Michael McLeod centers the third line. Curtis Lazar and Alexander Holtz are his wingers. And then from left to right on the fourth line, Maxwell Willman, Chris Tierney, and Nathan Bastian. The defense pairs, Dougie Hamilton and Jonas Siegenthaler, are the top duo. John Marino and Kevin Ball, the second. And then Luke Hughes and Colin Miller, the third pairing. The goalies, Vanacek and Schmidt, as we mentioned. And again, a division game, a potentially four-point swing if you can get this win in regulation. And it really really would benefit the Islanders. Got to stay out of the box. I will say that right away. And let's see tonight if Mike Riley can help the Islanders prepare, uh, improve their transition game. You know, uh, you heard Lane Lambert talk about Riley's ability to skate the puck out of the zone and make the transition pass. That is something this team needs badly. And hopefully, uh, Riley will give them some of that and help prevent the Islanders from having to spend extensive time in their own zone. And we've seen that happen way too much this season. So hopefully, that is a little bit of a cure for what's been ailing the New York Islanders in that department. All right. It is time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And Monday was the 67th birthday of former Islanders defenseman Darcy Regier. And he was only an Islander for six games in 82-83. Five more games in 83-84. Had one assist in those 11 games and seven penalty minutes. Was originally drafted by the old California Golden Seals in the fifth round in 1976 made his NHL debut with the Cleveland Barons in 1977-78, played 15 games in Cleveland, had one assist and 28 penalty minutes there. That was it for his NHL career. Later was the head coach of the Islanders farm team in Indianapolis in the mid-80s, the Indianapolis Checkers, was an assistant with the Islanders in 1990-91, and then joined the Hartford Whalers in 1991-92 as an assistant coach. And look, here is a guy who was 5'11", 190. Uh, not exactly huge even back then for a uh, defenseman. But, you know, since then, he has gone on to be, uh, you know, with the Islanders, for example. Uh, he had different assistant 
GM jobs. He was GM of the Sabres, and they reached the Stanley Cup final in his second year there. He certainly has been part of a lot of different NHL teams in a management capacity. His best game as an Islander, well, we take you to October 16th, 1983, at the Odd in Buffalo, one of those rinks that was a little uh, shorter than regulation size. Islanders and Sabres. Kelly Rudy, the goalie for the Islanders. Bob Sove in between the pipes for Buffalo. And in this game, Darcy Regier gets his only assist as a New York Islander. It came in the second period. It put the Islanders up 2-0. He and Brian Trottier assisted on a goal by Butch Goring. That was Goring's third of the year. Islanders ended up winning the game by a score of 3-2. to two. And realistically, that was the only point that uh, Regier managed to get as a New York Islander. He had two assists in 26 games in the NHL and 35 penalty minutes, so that that's his modest career numbers. want to thank everyone for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. We'll have our key takeaways, our hero and go to the game uh, from the contest against the Devils tonight. Plus, we have our weekly farm report on all things Bridgeport Islanders, so make sure you join us for that. Until then, have a great day, everybody. Stay safe, and of course, Let's go Islanders!